fairest way to declare the winner of the Scudetto? The fairest way if you had to pick one. I, I don't choose anybody, honestly. But if you... I, so even as a UF fan, I wouldn't give... I don't like... Me? Take a I'll, name out of the hat. No. <laughs> no. Milo's going to end up winning. No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Hey. Good evening, everybody, or good morning, everybody, wherever you are. If you are in Australia, if you are in Singapore, if you are in, uh, in Mexico, wherever your time is, okay? Before you even starting with the podcast, just go rate the podcast with five stars. And then from there, just go straight to the shop, italianfootballtv.com. And then you can listen to us. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to the Serie Audio Experience with IFTV. Wow. It's a quiet setting and atmosphere today. There's I'm no just, audience. So. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, no, I'm enjoying the silence. We put all the, spect- we put the spectator behind the wall. Spectator. We put all of our stuff up. Guys, welcome back. Uh, thank God we had the Serie A that was actually on and was actually played. Um, fun weekend that we didn't know if it was going to happen or if it was not going to happen. Um, we got Peter and Michael over here who look a little lifeless. But the nah, it's early in the morning. On. We're doing this podcast in the morning. We usually do it after the games, but you know. So yeah. they're not morning people. Oh. They didn't show up yesterday. They didn't yeah, show up today. When it's, not, <laughs> when it's not convenient, they're not morning people. Um, but when it's good, the good, the general when the good is, okay. you know, the, the news is very good, then, you know, they're very well, sparkling. Typical true. Juventus host. There's nothing for the rest of us. You, know? you see, where's, we got to do everything. We got to win the game and we got to bring up where's, where's the croissant? Where's the croissant? I'm saying we. He's trying to categorize you. No breakfast. I mean, we treated worse. You can put coffee over there. You can I had to buy this coffee. Hey, you can put me on the bandwagon of Juventus. Juventus hater, but I'm not a Juventus fan, okay? You so, mean Inter hater. Oh, I'm sorry. Inter hater. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Hey, listen, I was with Milan. Remember we played tennis? Yeah. It was Milan versus yeah. Inter, and we won there too, right? All the time. There is no question <laughs> about it. <laughs> we we played this weekend. We played some tennis. Um, I have to say, we have to give Antonio credit where it's due. You are amazing at tennis. Well, how much credit? If you play no, for three, no, four no, no. years I'm, straight, no. you're going to be good at everything, No. You play for I'm like not, 50 years. Oh, bro, you fi- play, oh, okay. Bro, you play for three, four years soccer. You're not... Uh, okay, you're but not I, could hold, I could even hold the racket. No, we're, you said if you yeah. play it three, four years straight. How, how long have you played, played football for? But the thing is, tennis, tennis is more of a one-v-one sport. You so, know what I'm saying? So, so you get skill. more of give, it. Listen, we have to give Antonio credit where it's due. He was playing against uh, Peter over here. So we came and we recorded Peter's some stories. Peter's new added too. So. Antonio, you, your serves are, are incredible. People love the videos that we posted. They did? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> we're gonna redo Peter is practicing we're gonna do, we have to do a rematch I haven't good. really practiced <laughs> Peter's I played that one game I'm practicing that was your first time? no you well, did it for I a played few months before. right? no I, have, I haven't played in since we last played one in the summertime mm-hmm. yeah, you're being a little kid over here that really plays. but the thing is Antonio set it up cause he, he, he called me and he goes he knows. He Don't knows. lie. He's a liar. <laughs> he, that's a lie. He called me he goes I'm gonna go beat the shit out of Peter over here you should come and record it yeah I held my own <laughs> Um, but it was fun. Uh-huh. Guys, the games. Um, obviously, Juventus took the derby. Could be the last game of the Campionato with no fans. It could be, yeah. How do we feel about the match? Who's going first? Cause this was... I am. Okay. I was here to try to enjoy the game, not taking sides with anything yeah, and okay, anybody. Okay, Inside here. my heart, I yeah, said, right. let's Inter lose because I'm more interested in watching a counter reaction than anything <laughs> else. And sure enough. Okay, that imbecile of Sarri, he puts uh, Dybala in and the game totally changed, regardless uh, of uh, uh, Ramsey scoring the, scoring the first goal. Mm-hmm. The guy does not really understand how valuable this kid is. 
for now for Juventus. This guy is like a world-class soccer player. How the hell are you sit the ball and you leave Douglas Costa or anybody on his position? You know, so the ball comes in, the game totally changes. Chemistry, number of, uh, of chances. Uh, you know, the guy, the guy is unbeatable. The guy, I would put him on the same level of Messi. I mean, oh, maybe geez. not. I will put him I mean, on the same no. level of Messi. You also put Cassano on the same level of Messi. <laughs> Cassano is oh, higher than Messi. So, surround the Bala with the, with the players that Messi has around. The Bala is a world-class champion. There is no question about it. Okay. Okay? So, now, let's go to the game. Inter played a little better on the first half, not because, because the Juventus allowed them to play a little better. Okay? So they were outnumbered on the midfield by the, the Inter, uh, uh, you know, uh, squad. But they were not really, uh, you know, uh, they were not going straight into the, the goal. Side, side, lateral side, lateral. And yeah. then from time to time, they made a couple, uh, couple uh, you know, try. But uh, nothing very sterile, I will say. You know, the, the intensity was there a little bit, but um, Conte's got nothing to show for. This 3-5-2, the way he... The way he, he, you know, he set it up. Lukaku, unwatchable. Okay, Lautaro, forget that. Was he playing yesterday? I, I just, I don't think so. I even, I, I don't remember him touching the ball more than four or five times. It's either because uh, he had uh, what's his name, Bonucci on, delete, uh, delete. So they totally, they totally uh, just shut the door or just eliminate them from the from the game. I didn't even know that. I mean, were they on the field? I don't remember them touching that many balls. You watch the game, Pete. Mm -hmm. It was a disgrace. But on the second half, everything changes thanks to the you know to the goal. A little lucky though, from Ramsey. He went through twenty legs over uh, there and uh, yeah, uh, scramble, you know. whatever. But Inter is supposed to have this spectacular defense, and all of a sudden, four people in front of Ramsey they cannot really stop a shot like that. Mm -hmm. Even with Antanovic, he happens. I know. <laughs> well, no, was, uh, I mean More. it was a scramble, but uh, you want to continue? Or you want me to say? No, Keep I think. Go on, go on, let finish, me say finish, one more thing. So yeah, I know Mike, you still got stuff. Let me say some more thing, Mike. Yeah. Uh, this morning, uh, you know, all of a sudden, yesterday was all pumped up. Hinter, we're gonna kick Juventus' I, ass I, I and all the stuff. I heard that. I heard that. I can confirm. The burger was burning at the bottom, so he had a flipper all the way. Boom, 180. So all of a sudden, now it's no longer an Inter fan, and it's what? You're a Juventus fan, Mike. Lazio. Oh, I like. Okay, so, so uh, brace for next week. We have another uh, team that Mike is going to pick okay. up. I so, didn't, uh, first of all, I didn't say that. I wanted Inter to win, <laughs> but let, let me just say my what I thought about the match. Okay, first of all, what Inter did yesterday was was really embarrassing. That wasn't a representation of suppose, supposedly the best derby in Italy. With what happened at the Meazza, how Inter lost, that was a very bad performance. I was like, okay, in uh, at the Allianz with no fans, they have the advantage. Handanovic is back. They're gonna be fighting. Uh, they're, they're gonna they're gonna be spitting blood. They know they lost the first one, so they can go to Torino and really show it. They're gonna cut the difference in points. What we saw, Inter, that the lack of hunger, lack of passion, no tactics. Lautaro, Lukaku, they weren't playing. The midfield was horrible. The defense wasn't good. It was just. It, I mean. I don't even know what to say. You're supposed this team's supposed to be fighting for the scudetto. You can't be you can't be going out like that, regardless of uh these top players that they have or whatever. They didn't even show hunger. You don't have to be a top player to show hunger. They didn't do anything. 
They had one shot, I think, from Ericsson, which... No, they had, no Brozovic had a shot in the first, in the first half. Yeah, first he had a great shot. Yo, and then Ericsson. They didn't do anything to fight. You You that control the they game at the end of the... They showed nothing. No, but they... No, I no. think it was a tale of two halves, really. I, I can understand what you're saying. The first, the first half, yeah, Inter was, played. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have the no, shots yeah. on Inter goal. Inter had better chances than Juve did in the first half. They had some chances. Everything stopped at the edge of the box. No, no, that's not true. Inter 100% had more chances than Juve did. On target, Brozovic had a shot that almost went in. He had, yeah. That Chesney made a great save. But, Juve had a couple corner kicks yeah, that but, were close, but nothing like theirs. They didn't. They didn't. Um, they didn't follow through with their chances. What I understand what you're saying as far as shots on goal. Yes, Inter didn't have shots on goal. But if you saw the first half, Inter played. Juventus had chances. It was, it was actually an entertaining game in, in one sense, where you saw both teams playing out. And um, you know, the only thing is with with Inter going to Inter, man, Conte. Every time he's played a team that is better than Inter, it's kind of like oh, he so is. That that, that you let him, let him finish. Let him finish. I knew, let him finish. but they've always oh, said that. On. He's always um, taken like this controlled uh, approach. Ask, approach to the yeah. game where, okay, let's just maintain what we're doing. Let's keep the ball in front of us. Let's let the other team play, and then we'll counter. Where, instead of saying, no, we're Inter, you know, we counter have certain players. Yep. Let's let's. Let's take the to, game to them. Exactly. Right? Let's take the Completely game to them. Agree. And it's happened with Borussia Dortmund. It's happened with Juventus, Barca. you know, Barca. So all Lazio. these all these top games. And you say Inter kind of like said, okay, we accept that you guys are better or you guys are playing better than us. And we're going to just defend and play our, our scrappy game. You know, even down to his uh, formation. So you have Ericsson, who... Okay, when you first signed him, we would say, okay, let him ease in. But now that you've had three months, you have to find a position for Ericsson. I'm sorry. You cannot keep on playing this 3-5-2. Ericsson does not fit in this system. And we knew this when we went after him, that he did not fit in the system. So I find it very hard that Conte, um, or Marotta rather, gets Ericsson without Conte's okay. So Conte knew what he was getting in Ericsson. Ericsson cannot play the Medzala position, the eight position. He He's not quick enough. He doesn't have the hunger that Conte wants. That, oh, wait a minute. that being Conte said, want, listen, no, Ericsson? no, listen. No, I didn't say that. I said the, the opposite. Ericsson has to be on the field. He's a player that can make something happen out of nothing on set pieces, on you know breaking through the defensive lines, he's gonna be able to give that ball that that creativity that Inter lacks. Inter's too stagnant. You already can read what the the Inter defense and what their offense is gonna do. We move the ball well, even in the back. You saw with Handanovic in, it changes the the perspective of of how we advance the ball. We didn't move the ball in the first half. I think what happened was once Juventus scores that goal. Yes, I agree, it was lucky, but a goal's a goal. Then it kind of like all started to fall apart, and then DiBala comes in and and scores an unbelievable goal. I mean, what a what a performance what coming an off the bench for the defense. It's not an embarrassment. <laughs> you have you have to tip your hat. You have to tip your hat. I saw. I saw. I will duck. It was two million dollar for the all of those three players that even buy. I saw hilarious tweet though. It was like it was like Ashley Young ran so far away. DiBala beat him so bad that Ashley Young had to buy a ticket to come back into the stadium. But listen, besides that, but. Ashley Young around. played a pretty good game. Yeah, he did. He wasn't before, bad. You know, before he did, 
until Dybala so, came in. So it was a quick one-two punch to Inter, and Inter didn't have the the answers for it. I At agree, all. Lukaku, Lautaro. Invisible. If you if you want to be considered the best, the best comes out when you're playing versus the top team. Exactly. Um, you have to be able to win that ball, get that ball, do whatever you can to get that ball. But you know, it's just upsetting for a lot of Inter fans because not necessarily this is the year that you're gonna win, but this is the year where you you have a team and you have to fight. You know what I'm saying? So the our two worst performances were were versus Juventus, and then on the other hand, Lazio. So now Lazio let's let, let's let her go. No, but I wouldn't say that it was a bad performance. Mm-hmm. I think Inter Lazio, the game, was, whoever would have yeah, won yeah. would have been okay. Versus Juventus, but complete opposite. First half one thing, second half just a disgrace. And now let's go to Juventus. I think Juventus Sarri made a big decision leaving Pjanic on the bench. He said, you don't listen to what I tell you to do, sit down. Um, you know, the first half you saw the they're starting to click. And it, it was pretty impressive that Juventus, every time they versus Inter, they have their best game as well. So in part, you Inter played like shit and Juventus played really, really yeah, good. Yeah, I think good. more so they followed Sadi's system, the quick one-two passes. Don't, don't call it system, yes, it, it is. It is. System. So being able to to move the ball quick, less than one or two touches, and when you have these top players and they fit into the system, it, it, it's scary for the opposition. I mean, you have Ronaldo, every time he touches the ball, Douglas Costa, the guy is flash, right? That's his nickname. Mm-hmm. He, he's unbelievable. And then you have the luxury of having Dybala come off the bench. Okay, I understand. I say the same thing. I'm like, how do you keep Dybala on the bench? But... Listen, Sadi's Sadi keeping him on the bench and putting him in the second half. He eventually scores the goal and he makes the right decision. So well, you cannot. Sadi said it was a, it was yeah. a tactical decision. Yeah. Where Don't the give night, him credit, second, please. I'm Don't not giving him credit. What I'm saying, what I'm said. just I'm just explaining why he kept him yeah. on the bench. Which his reasoning was: me and the staff looked at who we were going to start. Is Cuadrado going to be the right wing or is he going to be the right back? Mm-hmm. And he said, if we start him in the right wing, then we have to take Douglas Costa and Dybala, sacrifice a position, mm-hmm. and we're more defensive if we put that mm-hmm. approach. Mm-hmm. So he said, let's put Cuadrado right back. And he said he wanted to use Dybala as his pawn to open it up in the second half. Exactly. It was it was a decision that we're going to throw Dybala in at the moment where the game could be exploited. Well, that's what it is. From what Sadi said. When legs are tired, now you have a tricky Yeah, but what happens if Inter will have a score first? And then, then you put yourself in an well, advantage. It's, it's that's football. part of, that's part of the game. Inter down the walls over there. Of course, there, it's and a then decision. It. Sometimes... That's well, a stupid it's like thing. what I just 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 <laughs> just as just as um, on the top of my head, it's like when Inzaghi threw in another striker against Juventus mm-hmm. and he scored. Yeah. yeah, it it played out. It worked. If it doesn't, then you look at him back. and you say, "Oh wow, he screwed up." Stupid, it's football. Yeah. You can't you can't predict no, it's it. Not football. Hey, uh, it's listen, not. Agnelli, All right, you, we're, we're talking watching, about tennis. Hey, Agnelli, if you're watching this podcast, get rid of this sorry, please. Yeah, the guy's, okay. the guy's in first place. He's just yeah, beating. It's not worth to keep a guy like that. It doesn't have a system. It just makes things up. <laughs> okay. You know the way they come. It doesn't right. have a system. My perspective. I agree with a lot of what Peter said, yeah. and I wrote it down. I was watching. I watched the highlights again because yesterday I was too emotional when I was watching the game, and. I was watching. Oh my god! <laughs> I was watching it back. You gotta prescribe him some. Uh, yeah, some Prozac. <laughs> or maybe something stronger than Prozac. It was. Um, how about right? just knock him out? Yeah. <laughs> I almost did a bicycle kick on his head just to stop him. Um, I wouldn't have blamed you, but um, I agree with Peter. Tale of two halves. 
100%. The first half, Inter was there. It was it was yeah. back and forth. Juventus were not looking great. Their only chances were really coming off set pieces were with Delict and Bonucci. But Brozovic had a shot from outside the box. Inter, Ashley Young was tearing it up on the mm-hmm. left side. Even Candreva. They mm-hmm. were putting Juventus in difficulty, in my opinion. And um, so I, I felt like it was there. But again, the same symptom, I'm going to call it, of Inter, where in the second half, Conte's teams die out. We've seen it multiple times this year where there's a drop in tension. Like, like we were saying, there's no fans. We thought that was going to charge Inter up. It felt like they were less charged up by this. There was not that same second half. They did not come out to win that game. It felt like with Barcelona, with Dortmund, where the momentum shifted against them. And yes, I agree that the, the goal took out the rest of the soul for Inter. But that's that's got to be the opposite yeah. of what you do. When they score a goal, it should be your momentum to push forward. And I felt like we've seen on multiple occasions, Conte's teams do the same thing. Except against AC Milan, that they were down 2 nothing, then they went up a Levels, by lot. Levels. But I, lot remember what I said. Remember yeah, what I said. BS. It's when we versed the better <laughs> teams. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So, so I agree with Peter on that. And I agree with the Ericsson. I think Ericsson, how you're not starting this player, and he's changing his positioning. You know, he doesn't know where to play him. I think it was clear that Conte, in my opinion, Conte would have preferred to have Vidal because that's more of his player. Yeah, mm-hmm. No. But, but wait, yeah, one second, sure. one second. And, you know, buying Ericsson for $20 million when you could have him for free in the summer and paying him $10 million in wages now in a place where you still don't have your idea of where you're going to play him, him seems I'm, crazy to I'm me. I'm happy yeah. for that. This player, spend the money like and I agree, with, I agree with Peter, Ericsson is a player that must play. I understand it's a luxury to put him on, you know, in the second half from the bench. No. This player needs Marco, to play. I have play. the solution for that. An $11 million coach, he does have Vecino on the starting lineup and Ericsson on the bench. Hello? Vecino does not belong on the starting lineup. Ericsson does. You spend the money, you did all the sacrifice, all the press and all that stuff and the build-up. You get him over there and you sit him on the bench. How many times did I say that Inter is going to have a problem sitting all of those people on the bench? It's now, not about sitting people on the bench. Yeah, Sanchez comes in only for 10-15 minutes. No, that's the part of the game. Yeah. comes in for 10-15 minutes. You have a lot of players that you bought. You went, you stuck your neck out. Oh, we do not have a, a large enough uh, uh, squad to, to compete against Juventus. You go on the market, you buy all of those players, you put them over there, you sit them on the bench, you use them for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. At the end of the day, Conte doesn't know how to manage those stuff players end of the story um but let me let me finish Vecino does not belong in the starting lineup doesn't I have the quality feet put Ericsson yeah, over there but he has the muscle that's the thing okay he has the muscle he doesn't have the brain muscle no, yeah he, he needs some brain too you need some brain you're right um let me say for for you that's Inter and I, I agree Lautaro and Lukaku again I've said it before in the I'm top games it. in the big games I feel like they went missing Bonucci and Delict were Perfect, yeah, perfect, I mean, absolutely perfect. Bonucci they did through Lukaku off the ball. Yeah, times. I mean, the, the, I was very disappointed with Lukaku and Lautaro in the game that they played. Most of all from Inter, those were the two guys that I looked at yeah. that I thought were you supposed be to be the wrong. reference points to be able to push Juve in difficulty with a, a defense that's been put in difficulty a lot, Juventus, mm-hmm. um, and too far back. But anyway, for Juventus, I think it was finally the first, one of the first times this season that as a Juventus fan, you could be proud to watch the team. It was finally life. It finally felt like the team understood what was on the line. Many times this year, we're looking at lifeless, dead performances where Bonucci doesn't know what's happening. A lot of the guys are not synchronized. And I agree with Peter again. 
Pjanic dropping Pjanic from the lineup who was not doing what Sadi wanted. It was a ballsy move. I was pissed when I saw him. But guess what? Ben Dunkur had one of his best games that he's ever played. And we saw, especially in the second half when Dybala came in, the one-two touches, the quick movements, all these kinds of things that led into them doing their work. Mm-hmm. And even Iguain, who did a lot of work off the ball, laying it off and allowing Juventus to move, finally, the midfield of Juventus helped them. Finally, they were part of the team. And I think that that was the key. And this is the Juventus that you must see in Champions League. Mm. You have to see this team. Yeah, so, wait, from, wait, one second, so Marco, one second. I'm Pete, happy to see that. Pete, did you finish finally, up? finally. Finish Saudi up. ball was seen. Yeah, yeah Saudi ball. No, that was, that was. To finish up this whole thing with Inter, the solution, I think, is there. I think it's Conte does not want to embarrass himself from switching from the 3-5-2 to a different formation. So maybe the 3-4-1-2. Well, should be what he should be doing. So to, to get this other guy right on, on right behind those uh, those two, uh, you know, Strikers. Lukaku. And you know what? I noticed something on Inter that nobody's been talking about it. What is it? Since Sensi has been injured, all of those uh, equilibrium on the on the on the forward line and uh, the attacking uh, line that Inter has it is falling apart. Barella, it's not, it's not a. He's a great midfielder. Don't get me wrong. He's not I as would, creative as Sensi. He doesn't have the same character as Sensi, he I feel not like. Have, he does not have the, the nastiness that Sensi has to take the ball to the to the, to the the opposite player and just well, imbalance different. Them. Yeah, because he's a different type of player. That's what Listen, I'm saying. Listen, Barella's a hardworking player. I mean, yeah. that guy can run for, for, for hours. He's got quality. He's got quality. And that's, feet, and that's what's not, good. He's, he's got the totally he's got different. The, well, it's a different. Sensi is more shifty, creative, that's more offensive-minded player. Cassano Barella calls this has the technical ability. Cassano calls those kind of ball players. Ball handler. Ball, uh, ball handler. Other people, they have a lot of speed, but uh, they lack in brain. In well, brain, it's not even uh, lacking brain. It's your position. It's Conte. At this point, I blame Conte too. Just don't be embarrassed by changing once in a while but well, that's you know, the, that's what i was saying i wanted was, to pose a question yeah, since you just said that is conte up for question in the eyes of inter fans because i already saw people he, saying he that failed. at the end he of the season on the, he failed listen, on the major on the on the part that he was supposed to be they're, they're succeeding. out of they're out of champions league they haven't performed against the top teams no. um you know he's seen man management at least with ericsson and with the lineup he hasn't been able to adapt and he's always been one that says a great coach is like a tailor he adapts to the to yeah. the tools at his disposal. As an Inter fan, do you feel like there could be a question mark for Conte this season? Uh, question mark. Listen, <laughs> where Inter has come from, you know, yes, you always question your authority. You always say, oh, why did he do that? Why did he do that? But in the end, well, look where Inter is now and look where Inter has come from. So... With also a lot better. We have, we have, where? When we, we were fourth last year. They invested a lot more money. The point, but we, he's shown on the paper. Hey, look with Conte. I'll tell you what he's shown. I tell you what he's shown. He's been able to keep some stability in this Inter team where in years past, after January, we were just flunk. We're still there. Yes, we're off the Scudetto race. Six points. Yes. But nine. No, wait a minute. Yeah, Nine with a game in hand. Oh, with Sam. Okay. So, <laughs> Antonio was quick Sam, with that. Sam Biverona. I love this. So. I live okay. for this. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is what you question Conte is that he cannot be stuck in his ways. And that's yeah. what's something that, that has frustrated a lot of Inter fans because he is stuck in his ways and he's very he doesn't want to change. He's a when stiff. You have, he's a stiff. You know, and then going back to buying Ericsson at 20 million, for Inter fans, that was great to see because you say, okay, you're going to pay 20 million for a player you could get free 
that shows or that proves that you want him and you're going to get him for that way when you can get a chance to get the Scudetto in May. The only thing is, Conte, somehow, some way, he's not playing him or he was he was expecting something different. I don't know. I don't know what the what happened and what the inner works were. That being said, Conte, you have players like Ericsson, you have to be able to change this formation. Why not even change into a 4-2-4 or change into a different thing? The only thing is, Conte is going to say, listen, we've been playing well with the 3-5-2. Why do we have to change? So, Listen, one more thing, one more thing. This is very important. You know, aside from the technical discussion and all of those, uh, you know, misstep by Conte and his stupid mentality. This is what I think is going to, is going to, the key of all, of, to to read all of this situation is, yeah. I think, you know, this, uh, they, Conte has been, uh, has been thrown somehow by, uh, by a miracle. This life raft that said, hey, Conte, just save yourself. Now you can blame it on the coronavirus because, you know, the fans, they make a big, you know, it's a big deal on the sports. Nevertheless, like Mike said before, the Inter uh, fan, he said that, you know, Inter should have taken the game to Juventus, given the fact that they had, a, they had an advantage going to Torino without the fan. And mm-hmm. the fan, they make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Not a little difference. They make a big difference. So now Conte is going to say, oh, you see, Campionato Falsato, we don't know the situation. Then you're starting to move the calendar up well, and down. You were, you were just saying And all that. the stuff. No, so I mean, we it's should... Like, it's like an excuse that he needs it. It's not an excuse. Just blame his failure on something else. It's not an excuse. I think when you have a set schedule, you have to keep to that set schedule. Because, yes, the reason why is because you play a game versus Sampdoria and you win. It changes how you play versus Juventus. The numbers look different. Yes, trust me, it does. Yeah, but you can't. It makes you can't, a difference. I understand that you're supposed to say it. Nobody forced. Did coronavirus come on the schedule? Juventus did not create this. Milan did not create this. No, Juventus were able to say last week, no, we're not playing Porte Cuse. Oh, and then all of a sudden we're this starting. week they, they changed it. So if it, they if do have an influence. If it was, the thing is, now that's why I brought the Copa. The no, no, because <laughs> it, was, it was a worse moment for Juventus to play this game than it was for Inter. Last week you didn't have Andanovic. Uh, no, no, we would have played hey, with Padelli. Inter definitely hey, had the advantage. Inter had the advantage. You just lost. Yeah. You just lost the Wednesday. You played. You played the Champions League Juventus game. Juventus looked horrible. You played the Champions League game. You would have had only three days rest, and then Sunday you you would have been still thinking about the Champions. Okay, League. but May. But then if we played in May, you would have had another excuse. No, hey. it's not another excuse. Yeah, it would have been like, is- oh, we're supposed to play in March. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, you named Padelli. Padelli was the best The best thing that happened to Inter yesterday. <laughs> he got himself a red oh, card. <laughs> He's one of the top players of Inter. Oh, and he, yeah. he gets himself a red card being an, an asshole on the bench. Can I say asshole on yeah. the podcast? Well, he's an asshole. So <laughs> he gets a red card. What's the matter with this guy? Here? I don't know what's what he said. Yeah, no clue what he is said. the matter with this it guy? Was, it was here. based off of a foul. Just put him on the mask. He said, What did you see? Just you could put hear everything. Just, yo, just put some duct tape on the guy and keep him over there or chain him. Listen, I, chain I, I him. wanted to add, I think how Marco said with the Conte code, how you got to tell your squad uh, to whoever you got. I think Conte is really stubborn, and even with this loss, he's not going away with a 3 5 2, I think so. Yeah. And I feel like. Yo, like we're talking about Ericsson, Finn, the I thing. I agree with you, Mike. By the way, you guys didn't see the do it, do it, do it. handshake no. beat. <laughs> this is to stop from the coronavirus. But I wanted to add, you're a co- you know, you're you're getting paid the big bucks. You're the most you're the most paid coach in Italy, one of the best in the world. 
Why is Conte so stubborn? And is this, I don't, is like this gonna? I'm gonna ask. You, is this like gonna this. be a wake up call? I don't think it is gonna no. be a wake up call. No. I think he's gonna stick with the same yeah, yeah. tactics. What do you guys think? Listen, it's is ridiculous. There, is it, well, my question is: Is there a need for a wake up call? Is the Scudetto done for Inter is. at this point? I'm asking. I'm asking. Yes. No, it's not done. It's not done. It's not done. But Number, look how they're playing against number, the bigger team. Numbers wise, Juventus. you're not done. But with with the way Lazio's been playing and Juventus and stuff, if Juventus starts to click now, it's gonna be very hard for Inter to to get back into the Scudetto race. Unless one of the, those teams slip, Inter has an uphill battle. Okay, um, but making but, the prediction. Prediction what? Like as an Inter fan, do you still believe in the Scudetto? Do you still believe that you have, they have that you could to, win? Listen, you yeah, exactly. You have to have the hope. But at this point, it's more so just playing well. That's what I think the biggest factor is, playing well. Because if we're going to show up and play versus Juventus, like, we have to be not challengers. We have to be the people that are on top. The and we got to yeah. you know, take, you know, that is a take advantage. All I need but is I wanna, a miracle. That's all <laughs> they do. Nah. They need a miracle. I, just, I said What's that for song? you. I think it's all I need is a love. I like how he said it. Marco Bernardo, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Going back to what Mike said, yeah. El Grande Mourinho. Okay? Who said that? I said it. I said it. I'm saying it. When he came to Inter... Right, he wanted to play the four three three, and that's he was stuck on his way to the four three three. He then, changed, you know, realizing that in Italy it's different than in England. The style is different. The players that he had were different, and he changed to a uh, rombo four three one two, mm-hmm. or then eventually changed into a four two three one. And what did he do that year? They ended up winning. Uh, everything that they're yeah, still no, let, let, Let's not really. Put so what I'm trying to say is, I'm one more loser on top of my loser. What I'm trying to say is, what is he doing with Tottenham right now? Forget about what he's. I'm talking about. The, I'm talking Mourinho about ten years ago oh, when he was in Italy. Mourinho okay. the brain all of a sudden all his brain no, is the, gone. No, soccer yeah. evolves. Yeah, I hit in the head too much. Game evolves. Oh, games evolve. And Mourinho did not evolve. He did not evolve. Oh. Right. So his species got left behind. <laughs> what is it, He's still walking like this. <laughs> He's walking on his on his forehead. But <laughs> oh my goodness! I can, I can pinch myself. Am I, am I listening to this thing here for real? Like, I'm, I'm telling you this, right? that he's changed his formations. Okay, okay. Tailored to his players, and Conte should do the same thing. Um, let's let's just um, agree that football without fans is. It's bullshit. It's horrible. It really is horrible. Yeah. It, it was, yeah. it, it felt like a it friendly. Was, it was that. It was yeah. like a scrimmage, yeah. It felt, yeah. It, I didn't think it would be as weird as it was. Like, I knew it was going to be weird, but I didn't expect it to be that weird. It was like watching a Milan game. <laughs> oh my God, Mike. <laughs> Mike. I'm not going to smack Mike. you because of the coronavirus. I'm not going to smack you. <laughs> nah, nah. But it's, I, it felt so strange. Even when they scored, even when you, I was like looking around, like I didn't hear the chants. I didn't hear. You heard the coaches and the players screaming. It was strange. It was really um, weird. We gotta, I have to plug a couple business things right now mm. before we go on and okay. we continue with what um, we have to talk about. Um, we have a new drop that's coming very soon, a new merch drop. Um, it's going to be amazing. We've shown you some of the designs on social media. They're on the screen right now. Um, it's going to come at the end of March. We don't have a date yet. This is going to be amazing. The sweatshirts, our last set of sweatshirts right now, um, heavyweight sweatshirts and shirts, a new design. They're going to be really good. Um, so sign up for our email list if you want to be the first ones to get all the access. The links are in the description. Guys, our background, our beautiful background, thanks to a couple friends who came over. Mm. we got to say Max. Helped us, Shannon, mm-hmm. Matt, Matthew, and yeah. uh, Ryan. Ryan was here. So Ryan helped. We'll yeah. just throw, he directed, throw his name here. Right? I think it looks pretty good. 
for one day. For, for what we had before, guys, look at our last video and then come back here and, and comment below what you like about it and what we got out. This section is, is blank because I usually sit here. So we yeah. kept that. Like, also, listen, if you guys see a flags, these are flags that you guys sent us from fan clubs from Milan, Lazio, Inter, it's Roma. Texas, Texas Laziali, Milan Club Montreal, Montreal, Milan Club Toronto, and, and Milan Club Philly. Philly. Yeah. And, that's, and Bayern Munich sent us that scarf. That's why we so have So, guys, Bayern. if you want your scarf or jersey to be hung up, uh, DM us, and uh, it'll get, be here in the future. We, we have a couple more jerseys that we need to get. Yeah. I think my dad, we got to go steal them we need from some. My, we need a dad. couple more frames, and we'll hang yeah, them up, Yeah, we, we don't have, um, I don't know what team is not represented. We need a nice Totti, maybe. We have Totti. We have it? Oh, there it is. Sorry. Yeah. You know it's what we there. need? We, need uh, <laughs> we, don't need a, we don't need any Inter stuff. We, we need a, Inter right here. We got we're, Zanetti. Zanetti. we're missing a Spal jersey. Okay. A nice Petania. Why are you guys looking at me like Petania, that? Petania. Yeah. Hey, Petania, if you, lose, if you look in the podcast, just send us the jersey. <laughs> well, he's going to be on Napoli. <laughs> sign. Oh, sign. Oh, yeah, sign. Right. a nice Napoli jersey. Yeah. Joel, Gervinho. Oh, we got to give our shout out to Gervinho. He sent this for right, us. Move back. Let's yeah. see. Uh, Gervinho's been a big time follower of IFTV since almost day one. Uh, he sent it. He said he sent it in time for my birthday. That's so right. very nice of Gervinho. Hey, Gervinho is one of the top players. Yes, he, he is. Forza yes. Parma, baby. Um, so thank you to Gervinho for sending us. And last but not least, a little plug. Um, if you hear, have you noticed I have a lisp? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? I think it was. Just <laughs> <laughs> he, got it. he was in an accident. You bicycle kicked his head. Oh, Remember yeah, yesterday? Really? No, no, yeah. I'm kidding. He's kidding. Um, I have Invisalign in right now. Yeah. Um, we smile dental who's a dentist office in Queens. Um, they're amazing. If you're in New York, go use them. They hooked us up. So they're going to take me on this journey of fixing my teeth. I got a messed up teeth. They're all big football fans in there too. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's Real Madrid mm -hmm. and uh, Barcelona. So oh. while, while I was in the chair, they made me play them in FIFA. Uh -huh. I, I did win when I was in the chair. Okay, I'm not going to lie. You represented well? We, yeah, we got a video okay. coming up. Uh, but we smile dental. Um, once a month, you'll see the progress of how my teeth look. We have some before and mm -hmm. after pictures. Uh, they hooked us up. And then we'll see anybody else on the podcast needs some. Uh, yeah. Your your son is a dentist. Yeah, my son is oh, yeah. about to become a dentist next right. year. So uh, there we go. Okay. So um, if anyone watching, uh, we smile dental hooking us up. Um, if you need anything in New York, you need a dentist. Go to them. Awesome. Um, anyway, last. What what do we got to go to next? What game we're going to? Let's talk about very quickly. Milan. Milan. I didn't even watch <laughs> very the, quickly. Listen, yeah, I didn't, didn't watch the game. I swear, okay. I never watched it. even the highlights because to me, it's not that interesting anymore. The campeonato <laughs> is almost done. I mean, this all BS over there without uh, without spectators. I thought you guys were going to win Champions League. Uh, Get into Champions League. Sorry. First of all, first of all, stop your BS <laughs> because you are in a worse situation. I'm in a Milan. worse situation. No, I don't know yes, about you that, are. I think yes, you know you, what you, <laughs> you spend so much money. No, get you out of here. All of what are you talking time. about? Whose money got... did I spend? I didn't spend my money. No, I know, but your stupid, <laughs> your stupid team did. He's got the money you to spend. Up all of this hype and about we're gonna win everything. We got content. Actually, you're the one that said that. We got Lutaku. We got this. We got that, and you got nothing to show for. Listen, can we talk about Milan? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So we're talking about <laughs> Milan. We lost, we were down 2 nothing. I couldn't even believe it. I was playing, a, 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 you know, one of the our last uh, practice game in uh, Staten Island because our league starts um, Sunday next week. And then uh, my friend Manino said, Antonio, we're down 2 nothing." I said, oh, who cares? I said, I, first of all, I didn't believe it because the guy... You know, he, he has a tendency of getting me upset by lying. But he's similar and score. That's but so then, you know, been playing in San Siro with Genova, with no spectator, I said, you know what, let me double check. Sure enough, <laughs> sure enough it was true. Sounds and then like we wound up losing two to one. Yeah. But, um, you know, I saw the stats and, uh, you know, even the stats, they lie all the time. You know, they say, similar at the possession at this. You know, in soccer, it's, that, it's not the possession what 
wins you the game. It's the score, the final score. Mm-hmm. So bottom line is AC Milan is going through so much, so much uh, bad luck lately with uh, Boban leaving the, the the squad, and now Maldini's been rumored to to be the one, uh, the next one to leave. You know, this Elliot, please, if you're listening to me, just get out of this uh, AC Milan uh, business. You don't belong in uh, in uh, in soccer. Just stick with your. Uh, you know, with your, uh, you know, camping equipment over there, the Cobelas, because that's what they do. They're the owner of a camping yeah, equipment. And uh, just like get that. Or, yeah, or the Bass Pro Shop. Just stick with what you know. <laughs> soccer is totally different, especially in Italy. Soccer is what we live and breathe to. So don't take the oxygen out of our lung. Just stick with your stuff and just uh, let somebody else that loves soccer take over AC Milan. But because, what, how uh, do you, I, I mean, obviously, you know, like you said, Boban was fired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. As CFO, chief right. football officer. Right. Fin- um, fin- no, football. football. Okay. He's a football officer. He's not financial. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, and Maldini is rumored to be the next guy out of yeah. the door. Um, and it's all coming from Gazidis, yeah. who's who a now, good guy. Who's a a good guy. Who yeah. now all the Milan fans are very upset with, with Gazidis mm-hmm. saying yeah. that every year is year zero, right. which I think is the scariest part for me. Mm-hmm. It's like we start a project. We get halfway. I mean, I wouldn't even say halfway through. We start it, and then all of a sudden, some, some stuff goes bad. And it's all right. Let's switch it. Misdirection. Right. And I don't think you could really build a team. Right. For the last nine, eight years, you're saying that we're going to build Milan. We're going to build Milan, but you have no consistency. Not it. Not in the players, because the players are not Milan players. Half of those guys are not Milan. Mm-hmm. What's supposed to be Milan players? You have no consistency with the coach. You have no consistency with the directors. You have no consistency with the heads of the team, and now you got no consistency even with the ownership of the team. It is a utter a disaster. That's why. And now they're saying even Gazidis might be out. But what is going on? Dude, That's why who I was, the hell can I was run a club for like Comiso this? When the room where, where all the people were rumoring about Comiso buying the AC Milan, I said, "Oh God, this is a big soccer fan. This guy is going to bring AC Milan to the Berlusconi era." I was hoping, I was praying. I said, Commisso is the one. Now, unfortunately, Commisso bought Fiorentina. I mean, we wish him all the luck. But uh, Commisso, give him uh, two, three years, is going to bring Fiorentina on the top because Commisso is not cheap, number one. He's somebody that understands soccer. And he loves And uh, he, loves, he loves the game. He's got Joe Barone, which is our friend. Hey, Joe, you listening? <laughs> So uh, he, you say hi to Joe Barone more than you say yeah, hi to see, me. That's what well, I think. Hey, Joe is our friend. Joe is our uh, Joe is what we links yeah, yeah, yeah. us. Uh, plus, he was the president of the Brooklyn Italian, and uh-huh. uh, you know, I play for the franchise, and it's part of the family. Joe is like family from uh, for us. Plus, uh, you know, we love his kids. So what's ha- needs to happen with Milan? <sighs> you know, we we want we want somebody with the passion to buy the to buy the the franchise. You know, just. Yeah. AC Milan right now, AC Milan right now need, uh, I don't know, if I had money, I would have I bought them. <laughs> the thing is, I feel like there's no foundation. They need a, first First of all, they need a, an ownership that cares, like how Anto was saying. Yeah. And from there, you build. If you keep getting thrown short-term replacements, like getting Gazidis, Gazidis wasn't short-term, it was more of a long-term. But the people around them, there's so there's so much uncertainty, and how Marco was saying these players that don't really fit, they're not Milan quality. It's just almost bound for disaster. Yeah. There's like no one knows what's going on there. Does, they don't know who to sell. Does this plan even make sense though? 
I've heard what he said about uh, yeah, young players and stuff, a, and I'm like, he says a I'm lot of weird like, stuff. You want to yeah. build like Arsenal? Yeah, he says a lot of weird stuff. Do, is say. Arsenal the model to follow yeah, out of well, everything he, in Europe? He's, he's the one that he's the one that was at Arsenal. I know, so yeah, I mean, but that's he, what I'm saying. Was that a success? Exactly, that's the problem. No. But that that comes from the ownership. So it's like I choose a building that I'm gonna build off the one that crumbles. No, you choose the one that's stable. And he's saying as if it was a success or something, which isn't something. Yeah, no, no. The the problem with Milan is exactly what Inter went through. When you have the change of ownerships, and then the ownership ended up being uh, bullshit. bullshit, really. And then this Elliott fund pretty much just capitalized on the opportunity to get Milan. And then I think and it, trying to flip it. it. So I think what they're most, you know, what they're likely to to do is wait till Milan gets Champions League. The value goes up. The you know the money will go up, and then be Sell able the to highest. cash Why? in. And cash cash out, but that How being can you said, raise the value if you if like you can't get to Champions League, it's all about getting into Champions League because once you get in Champions League, the TV deals come through. You know, you get get forty million instant bonuses, right. yeah. all this stuff. So it changes the the outcome. That being said, whoever's in charge needs to make decisions not just for next year, but a five year plan, something like that. Because I'm sorry, Antonio. Milan's not going to change overnight. Milan's not going to change in one year. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a process. What happened with Milan is a lot of the players that they bought in the in years prior lost value. Mm-hmm. So it's hard, especially with this right. financial fair play. Right. You have to be able to balance the books. And you're you you know you spend fifty, and now all of a sudden the players were thirty. It hurts. It's mm-hmm. a negative twenty on your balance right. sheet. So it, you it's not even easy to sell players. That being said, I think they did a great job selling. Piontek, mm-hmm. they got at least most of what they they bought him for. Mm-hmm. Suso, they were able to sell him. They got some money, and you know, so that part was good. The second part now is being able to get a sporting director. In the past, Milan had one of the best, Galliani, mm-hmm. who knew the ins and out of the game. He was able to identify talent. He had a good supporting cast. Maybe he we was can able get him to, back. He was able to get Kaká. He was able to get all these different players. Shevchenko. These guys, no one knew who they were, mm-hmm. and be able to make them. Uh, into Milan. But then, even with that said, Milan, besides the top players they were able to get, they had a very good youth system. And that youth system now is terrible. They even got demoted, relegated to the second wow. division of the Primavera. Wow. So they've lost a lot. And Mass. you don't have any young guys coming up. Even the recent young guys that were coming up, they ended up taking a, a turn to for the worse because... Sometimes when the situation is bad, even the players they don't know how to handle it and it's stuff. It's a mess on all so, fronts. Yeah, so it's, it makes no sense. Yeah, there's but, no direction. Yeah, at all. And, and now, at all. And here we are now. You know, just looking back, I said, "Oh, when Berlusconi was the president and all the stuff." The guy. But the it even started with Berlusconi. No, 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 no. The guy leadership. So it's, now, it's like Moratti. When he's starting to sell, the ta- yeah. towards the tail well, end of the Berlusconi, ownership. Berlusconi, he had the passion for the game. Yes. But it was a different. Enough, but it was a different time, Antonio, because there was no financial fair play. Right. All the teams were in a lot of debt. Mm-hmm. You had um, Serie A was on the top. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, you have to advance into this new technological mm-hmm. world, and Italy has done shit compared to the other team under leagues. You know what? I think we need somebody like Gasperini. Not not that Gasperini is going to come to yeah. AC Milan. Somebody with that kind of mentality that is going to just say to build put a plan. Foot down is going to build up a plan. You know, and a say, but, you, but you have to give years. him time. You have of to give course, him time because Gian Paolo, for yeah. example, mm-hmm. 
you guys gave him no time. Yeah, so you complain. Well, you gave, oh, they gave Gattuso no time either. Yeah, oh, they gave they a gave lot of him no time than no But because the fans. Gattuso actually did you know better than Giampaolo. That's why. You know what the problem is? Because the Milan fans are spoiled. They're used to they seeing glory. The they yeah. want to be able oh, to yeah. fight for it. We want Guess everything what? and we want everything now. Guess what? You're not good anymore. Yeah. Sorry, as you time. say, right? <laughs> Yo, he said that for a snap. The first, the first 30 minutes of us uh, saying either loss was all yeah. saved for that part. Big says things like this from a loser. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's unbelievable. But, but you oh, know sorry. what? <laughs> Again, guys. For the three of those guys <laughs> that they wishing us the worst, we're not the gonna worst. die. We're not gonna die. We're still gonna be here, and Anto, we're gonna be showing. How many Milan up, things are, did we hang up? Okay. We hung up more Milan yeah. stuff than anything because else. I forced no, you, you weren't to do even it. here. What were we doing? We have a bunch of Milan. Okay, so. Don't say everybody hates Milan. Okay. Over. Right. Okay, we didn't talk about Milan. the game at all. The Milan right, because game. Because I didn't watch. Okay. Okay. Pandev. I mean, yeah, Pandev. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I saw. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Inter legend Pandev. <laughs> I'll just explain it real quick. <laughs> uh, it was basically Genoa. Genoa scoring on the counterattacks. Milan looked lackluster, and Genoa literally had two or three chances. They scored two of them, and Zlatan scored one from the corner, and that, that's pretty much it. And Zlatan looked so frustrated with some of the. the he guys missed some time. chances too. Perin. He missed. Came. Yeah, Perina. Oh, Perin made a couple of saves. He yeah. had the header right in front, and Perin was able to make the save. You know, he had the. It was embarrassing. I was watching. I was just like, my god. Yeah. It was. I mean, with no fans, and then watching Milan look like was, that, uh, I couldn't even watch. I couldn't. I honestly, it was. It was that bad. By the way, Roma's ownership. They had a whole thing this week. Yeah, that's week. right. What happened? Um, you know, they've been about to sell to. I can't pronounce his name. Friedkin. 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 Friedkin? Mm. I th- you know I don't his know. name? I'm not sure. Exactly He's another American cool. guy. Why they do those things in the middle of the campionato? It's going to take a while. I mean, they're, I think getting, they're doing this for a while. They, they said that this week is supposed to be the signatures, and then it takes a couple months for you know them to do their the due diligence or whatever. Stuff. But it seems like Palotta is going to officially sell Roma. I mean, it seems yeah. like a formality that he's going to yeah. sell. $740 million valuation. Pretty high. Yeah, they made a lot of money. money. I think a lot has to do with the real estate that they that they were mm-hmm. with the most likely with what the mean, um, real estate for the, for the, the stadium. stadium. I'm stadium. assuming. I'm assuming because I mean, 740 million is a lot. I that thought. includes the, the 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 real estate. The, the, it probably the land. includes the, the land, right, the right, so the right. And right. it's not a lot of million. It's not a lot of money it, because the land is a lot more expensive than what. Well, you I can. don't know if the land is included, but I thought it's the right to build in Rome. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm. We're not. We're not experts at this. But anyway, um, there was actually rumors that this week in in New York, the signatures were taking place. Palotta on Twitter actually commented to a fan who posted it, a journalist who posted it, and he said, uh, "You got that wrong," saying that they weren't signing. But all the newspapers are saying that they should be signing very soon. Mm-hmm. Palotta to hand off the team, and I think Roma fans. <laughs> what do you want him to show I you? I want you to get the highlights. Oh. Palotta, you watch it after. Palotta. Um, I think a lot of the Roma fans, what started out as like a very hopeful ownership route, um, a man who seemed like he would be passionate in bringing Roma into this new era. And I think on a lot of fronts, he did do a lot of things correctly, Palotta. And I was always a fan of of him. Um, but I feel like at a certain point, Palotta was was trying to, you know, with a sledgehammer, use a sledgehammer against a steel wall. You know, some of the things that he did, it kind of felt the wrong message behind some of the messages that he was sending. And I think at this point, Roma fans are fed up. You know, they saw their team get to a point where it felt like they were going to compete for Scudetto. They were doing well in Champions League and then continued to sell players and not really push to become an elite team at the top level consistently. And now they're fighting for the Champions League. But it comes down to business, right? Yeah. (laughs) 
Roma, when you have a project, right, the stadium is so important. You see Juventus. Juventus is able to be the top, buy the top players because they own the stadium. They get all the revenue. All the other Italian cities, they do not give this opportunity to these teams. You know, Fiorentina now is having the same battle that Roma had for the past 10 years. And this is something that has to really re be reconsidered because the Italian government is He's taking advantage. Exactly. It's taking away from a potentially strong league. If all the Italian teams that are asking for uh, stadium rights or being able to build their stadium actually are able to do it, they can now compete with England exactly. because England Italy gets all the money from the yes, stadium. But, it's not owned by the city. But besides that, you can now naming rights. You have so many different uh, revenue marketing streams. revenue streams yeah. to be able to they do sell it. Corporate boxes for yeah. tens of exactly. thousands of dollars. And so the crazy thing is, Italy has the sex appeal. hundred percent. Anybody, wherever you are. They're going to say, I want to go to Italy. That's one of the bucket list things to do. Tourists want to go to Italy. And if you're able to have Maybe right this now, stadium, not, in this not right now. Okay. Yeah. In, in the long haul. Usually, usually. Okay. So that's, that, that started the demise of Roma. Because Roma, if you remember, they were the competitors with Contes yep. Juventus. They yep. were the ones that were there. Rudy Garcia was there. They had a long streak of unbeaten uh, run. They were buying players. They were buying, you know, Struman, Iturbe, okay, whatever. Whoever that, came, the players, they, they were able Nine to get. Nine, exactly. They were, putting, they were spending some money, and they were smart about it. Then once the deal for the stadium, they start seeing it going sour, mm. they became a selling team. They able to get, yes, play a good league. They get into Champions League. They made some money. But after that, it was like, okay, this guy sell him. This guy yeah. sell him. So this guy get rid of. Like we started. So, we started from the technical uh, technical reviews of the game, and now we're going into uh, like Peter has been saying right now to the social, political, and economic situation that uh, Italy is running right now. Mm -hmm. So in other words, soccer is just uh, is been uh, devalued from the game, from the from the kicking the ball around, from uh, of all of those things. You the can't fight against the inevitable. Play, financial the fair play and all the stuff. So the way it is. That's the way it is. Antonio, if you want to compete, yeah. you have to. But that's the problem because you have to understand Jesus. that if you're in Italy, it's one thing. But you're when you went and get into Champions League, you're competing yeah. versus the world. You know, you're competing versus England and yeah. versus Spain. Your representation. So of the, the only way that you can compete is that you have money to buy better players. Yeah. Yeah, well, but uh, Pete. And okay. you need that revenue okay. from a business standpoint. If, if, there's two parts. There's the technical side yeah. and there's the financial side. Yeah. Look. Even uh, it's another factor that I want to just bring into this discussion. If you if you go back to 90s, 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 the golden years. Listen to this: you, Italy was the best campionato in the world. Yeah. Everyone dreamed about coming to play yes. in Italy. Yes. And back then, all of this attention that we are having right now about Mourinho, Conte, and all of those people, we never discuss about formation. Because back then, this formation was nothing but a bunch of BS. Everybody adapted to the to the play to to the to the game itself. The players so it a, were over there, but it was a different. That's what I'm saying. It was a different game because in those times, it was a lot of man marking. Now it's zonal marking. There used to be times when the player would follow the 
Maradona, whoever it was. Like if it was. Now all of a sudden we discuss it for three one. Because the game has evolved. This additional attention to those bunch of losers. Like the formation has always been discussed. I don't agree with that. That they twenty years ago that did not exist. Twenty years ago was the game before the coach. No, it's the coach before everything else. It was definitely much more individualistic. If we have to blame somebody from the loss, who do we blame? Yeah, but also Antonio. Antonio, the content screwed it all. The game. (laughs) Instead of. That's it. You're the one that's been blaming Conte. Yeah, he's a loser. Yeah. Just put the loser. You just put the blame on one person. <laughs> that happened the past 30 so years. So it, it's sad. It's very oh, sad. Yeah. Before, you know, when you were, when I was your age, yeah. you get into the bus, you with the books under your arm. <laughs> it's just, that was a penalty. No, that was, it was never a mention of a 4-3-2-2, 4-3-1. It was never a mention that. That was a penalty. You guys are corrupt and this and that. Did you see the end ball? Why does, you know, and we had, a, we had, it's still, the, it we had one of the best radio show. It's still around right now. It's called no, Novantesimo Minuto. No, Tutto il Calcio Minuto per Minuto. means all soccer long name. minute by minute. They were, were they better than us? Oh, much better. <laughs> <laughs> so there were those, uh, those three oh or four uh, guys, uh, you know, uh, telling you uh, about the game. Everybody with the radio like that. That's so funny. And no TV, no HD. Me, how old are you? I'm <laughs> The George Washington base. A pigeon would send a, a message for the result. You would have watched the game better by just listening to those guys telling you what's going on on so the radio. So descriptive, right? By just watching this bunch of losers right now <laughs> telling you, uh, we have those commentators on a jacket that they, they, they don't even know what the hell they What, say. they didn't wear jackets back then? No, no jackets back then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, one got no one got cold back they then. They read through the teleprompter. They don't know what the hell are they doing. Just just oh, making God. things up the way they, they you know, that, that was the suck. That was the real suck. Right now, you know, I'm trying to bring some of that old, uh, not old, I mean, some of that style. Retro. Yeah, into this, uh, into, Get the throwbacks. The, into this podcast Rustic. over here. Yeah, because, like that. <laughs> because that's what we're all about. It. We, we're not, we're like not that. script again. We're not script. We're not reading. You're not reading off a script? Are you reading from I, the I got a script right up there. I don't read. I don't read. I don't read. <laughs> I don't read. <laughs> so, I'm a little so hey, that's the situation. This is, let's talk about soccer. The, let's just move the ball around the way we, you know, everybody's supposed to move the ball around. Forget about Conte. Forget about Mourinho. All of those bunch of losers, you know. I like they, how you just named the Antonio. Internet. The, Antonio, the game has changed, but as you see, remember the offside rule, how it was? Yeah. If you were offside, they whistled it down. But there were rules been, it would stop. They, they, the game had a lot of stoppage in play. Now the game is ever moving. Ever so moving you, well, on the right direction or the wrong direction? It's not necessarily right or wrong. What I'm trying to say is the game has changed. Mm-hmm. There's different rules with the offside. The plays go on. Play, play, mm-hmm. play on. And then if the guy touches the ball, that's when the offside flag gets raised. Or now it's even changed again, where until they score, they're flag. So that evolution changes the way you got to play because you cannot play man marking anymore because then if someone's offside or or not offside, you might risk. Guys, as much as I'd love to rant about this all day, Uh, we got two more things to discuss mm -hmm. um, real quick, and then uh, we'll conclude. The first, obviously, being um, what happens with the season um, at this point. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of concerns. Uh, obviously, we didn't address it. We we actually kept it on the lighthearted mm-hmm. side. We talked about because we're we're football fans first and foremost. You know, we're not health experts. We're not crisis management guys. You know, we talk about the game as it's being played. I um, mean, I do appreciate all the coaches out there, like like um, Klopp and I think Conte and Sadi, who say, "Don't ask me if the game should be played." I'm there to just put my team on the field, and that's it. Because I agree with that, mm. um, and that's that's how we are. First, I want to say that first and foremost, the health of everybody. 
is the primary concern. We are not experts at this. We are just voicing our opinion as fans, as fans yeah. of the game. Um, it feels like the league might truly be stopped um, for the Serie A. It's, it feels, there's, there's a fear that this was the last game that we'll see this season because the coronavirus situation in Italy is bad. Mm. Um, parts of northern Italy are shut down. Um, lots of cases, lots of deaths are continuing to occur. And now it's starting to spread across Europe where um, I think Bayern's Champions League game, Bayern PSG, got, got behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, I think Germany is starting to put restrictions on closed doors, this and that. Um, so this week's games were behind closed doors, but it feels like there are rumors that even by tomorrow, the league could be canceled. Tomasi, who is the head of the Players Associ Union, Association. The Players Association, yeah. said that the league must be stopped. He says it's not um, safe for players, and he says we're going to wait for one player to get sick, and then everybody else is going to get sick. Mm -hmm. um, we even saw the first match was at Parma that they were out on the they were waiting in the tunnel for forty five minutes, mm -hmm. about to step on the field two minutes before. No, you can't go out. Thirty minutes. No, another thirty minutes. Another fifteen minutes to go in. So um, even Balotelli has come out and said that the game should be stopped. Um, whether it's going to be stopped for a month. Or and the then we'll the see season. if it if it progresses. Mm. But some of the experts are saying that the coronavirus is going to get worse come April. Yeah. That once that time comes, even the Euros are at risk of being postponed or suspended. I would obviously love to see the game be played. If we could do it behind closed doors for the rest of the season, as much as that would suck, I'd rather see the game played. Yeah. But it feels like we're moving towards a situation yeah. where the league is going to get suspended. So let's say they stopped it. So Juventus is the winner of the Campionato. Nah, I don't. I mean, I don't know how they're going to determine it, but whoever wins, this can't be considered a win. This yeah, is not a win. Yeah, I don't if think Juventus, Inter, Lazio, whoever they, you know, whoever goes first. I don't think I will first, assign any no, championship it be to anybody. I will just say, okay, this year it's nobody's not right. a champion. You you can't consider nobody yourself a winner after twenty six games. Nobody comes up and uh, comes up in Serie A. Well, I, I don't know. But, but now, how do you determine yeah, the Champions League spots? But that's hard. How do you that's determine hard. Champions League spots? How it ends right now? Yeah, but we're just saying that it's not right. It's if, not if, right. If yeah, you're going to determine Champions League and Serie listen, B and that's a lot and Scudetto, you have to do them all. Okay, but what are you going to do then? If if they suspend the league for the for for I have if it's absolutely no idea. How else would you, I don't know if you do last year's. What's the most fair? Do way you do, to do last year's Champions League? I spots? think it'd be this year. No, Why but you have. But there's still because you look at the standing right now. Is that okay? Yeah, but then also you have promotional relegation. Three points difference from Atalanta. Okay. How the hell are you going to How the hell are you going to give? 10, worst 10 case games scenario, left, though. you can't. With 10 games yeah. left. Yeah, but I'm saying worst case scenario, if you left. had to make a choice, I don't think you'd go with the last year's. I, oh, think, I think it'd have to stop yeah, now. It, it would probably be the last round game that everybody that played. Plays, yeah. So round 25. I'm assuming that you can't count this. Well, how, the, how can you have... Played, Inter right? hasn't played a game. Yeah. And Atalanta hasn't played so a game. So it'd be the last round. They're game, they're game down. Unless they manage to be able to play those games just to even everybody out. Yeah. I don't know. Again, we are not. Yeah. We don't know what's happening. We we're blind. Listen, it's, this. It's, a, it's a crisis. The last time that the campeonato was stopped like this, World I think War One. We had maybe World War Two, but right. I that heard, was the last I time. I heard a rumor that Lazio on three separate on not three occasions, two occasions. World War One, they were in first place, and then the league got canceled. And then another outbreak in the seventies, and the league got canceled. Oh, okay, so in the seventies, it got canceled. Something, some one of the I don't remember exactly. And who was assigned? Who was assigned? The, the, I'm not sure. The win. I have a feeling that nobody was. In wow. my in my personal opinion, this is not. You cannot give somebody the league title. Even as no, if no, a Juventus no, fan, no. we're in first place. This is so not. So you're saying just end the season my, as in is. In my opinion, don't give in my that. opinion, you cannot count Juventus as the winners. If if you end it today, what are they on? They're on 63 points. Lazio's on 62. What points. what they should do is when games resume, 
The, if, co- the Coppa Italia games, throw those away. You don't need a Coppa Italia. The Scudetto is more important. The games that we played in when the, the, thing is the within Italia, Scudetto okay. is more important. Um, you have to be able to now, unfortunately, you're going to play games very close to each other. Uh-huh. You know, And the biggest problem is the Euros. So they've been talking about maybe postponing the Euros. Italy's asking to, September to keep her. June available and then postpone it maybe to July or, 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 or September. Okay. Or even, I've even seen something, and I don't know how true this is, to postpone it to 2021 to actually yeah. have the Euros for the next year. Yeah, because the problem is, Euros, there's going to be a lot of movement of people. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen Not now. Rome, Rome, Rome and, is the first And game. you have Rome, but they have three. <laughs> yeah. Italy has three games in Rome. So you're going to have all these people mm. going around. And then the funny thing is, not the funny thing, but it's all of Europe. They're, the whole Europe They're is hosting the Euro 2020. So you're gonna have a big it population even, it, all over. It hasn't the place. even hit the other countries yet. No. It hit, it hit France. I know, France. I know, I know. I'm saying that it's not as exposed. The Italy test, has been tested. In Italy, we have this kind of that's problem. what I meant. Is because I meant. the testing in Italy is extremely extensive. I, in Italy, everybody's been tested. They've been doing it for weeks. Okay. And this is two weeks. In the rest of the yeah. Euro, the Europe. You're going to see the cases. They're going to start to multiply by well, thousands. France that's already what I started. Greece actually two weeks uh, with no fans. They announced it yesterday that the Federation. That's, that's what I meant. I meant, that, I meant so that it didn't even worse, hit maybe. the rest of Europe yet, mm-hmm. which who knows what that's going to mean for Champions League. Who yeah. knows what it means for anything. For anything yeah. The only thing that I could think of personally, and you know, we've spoken to some players you know, and, and players' families, and they're very scared. They are scared, and they don't, they don't feel comfortable. And Players are not seeing their families because their families are moving out. Of, of Italy, yeah. and now and then if they go back to a certain place, it's shut down. Kids haven't been in school for four, four weeks. weeks. Yeah. The only thing I could think is if what if they did it in a different country? Are you going to fly everyone and stay, them, stay there? Or? I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. But the thing is, you don't know if the other country is infected. I think, listen, I think we are overhyping this BS. I'll tell you what. This is, uh, this is important that, you know, everybody's starting to, to follow the, the, the advice of all the, the health uh, experts, wash your hands and do all of that stuff. But you know what? There are more people dying every year from influenza than this coronavirus. You can be cured from coronavirus if you're not an elderly person, from what I understand, with an, a compromised immune system. The kids are not affected by this. Very rarely you see a kid coming out with, uh, you know, with a deadly, uh, you know, coronavirus uh, you know uh, situation but uh young guys like me and you guys then we're not affected once again we're not health experts do yeah. not take our but, health uh, medical uh, advice just want to say <laughs> just want to say we're not health yeah. experts and we don't understand how to contain a virus so mike let's yeah. see what else happened anyway in the, the campionato, the, the, or some other uh, thing yeah. one other thing before you get yeah, questions go. atalanta play champions league tomorrow mm, it's still on uh, against valencia behind closed behind doors, closed doors. Mm. in spain so in spain um no no fans not just italians no fans mm-hmm. um Atalanta obviously going in with the advantage of 4-1. Um, probably going to go with a similar formation. This is Atalanta's time. They could make history. They've been making history, but they could continue to make history by getting to the next stage. They could be the only Italian team that make it to the next yeah. stage, by the way. So, we got the probable lineup that's on our screen right now. Mm. How do we feel this game is going to go? I hope that Atalanta, I know that Atalanta is going to go out there, not to sit on a 4-1 win, yeah. but to score. If they get one away goal, this Huge. really... This would be beautiful. Yeah. If they could get that one away goal, it equals out to the one that Valencia gave up, and 
Beautiful. Yeah, I agree. How with do we you. feel about the game? And I think Atalanta are going to go out hungry. They're not going to be uh, defending their lead. Uh, we know how Gasperini plays. They they go to score not just one goal. They score to score four. First time uh, in their Champions League appearance. But they got a, a very big advantage by playing behind closed doors also. No Valencia fans is yeah. huge because back in uh, San Siro, they had uh, the Atalanta fans there. So I think, uh, yeah, they're definitely going through for sure. And I just hope defensively they stay a little bit more solid. Yeah, yeah. They got to be a little bit <laughs> don't, smarter. Don't, don't give us too much anxiety. Yeah. Anto, I listen. I love Gasparini. There is no. Uh, Do you? Uh, this is the. <laughs> this is as good as he gets. Uh-huh. Okay. Instead of and Gasparini is one of the few. Does he smoke? Uh, no. Gasparini is Gasparini is one of those few coaches that doesn't brag about anything. It's very unless somebody goes and put the mic on his on his mouth and say, "Tell me, please, please." The guy's not gonna go on primetime TV. It's not a it's prime not time. A, it doesn't grandstand. <laughs> yeah. The so guy is not man. a grandstander. He doesn't uh-huh. do anything. He know he just shows. He shows. He field, displays right? on the field how you play. So soccer. how do you feel like they're gonna come out tomorrow? I think they're gonna win. They're gonna win. Gonna at, go at, at, yeah, at, at the very least, they're not getting eliminated. So uh, yeah, Pete. No, I agree. I mean, no fans. Atalanta style of play is take it to them. They're gonna have a good game. Then I think they'll they'll pass whether they tie they win they lose they'll they'll go through. Uh, Atalanta is the honor I think of all the Italians, sure. and I want to say one last thing to all the fans that I see in our comment section that are so negative to Atalanta. Realize you don't have to be jealous. You could be proud of this team who are defying the odds with no money and could be the only Italian team that's representing this. Yes. I saw a lot of Inter fans. I saw a lot of Milan fans. Don't be jealous. Be supportive. Yeah. Of well, I mean, even and, even Agnelli. Agnelli statement. Even Agnelli. I was just saying in our comment section from yeah, yeah, no. from the one that said they should play at San It's gonna sound weird. Hold on. Listen to this. Aspetta. Listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. Go ahead. What did Agnelli say? Why do you say that every week? Now, because we're talking about Atalanta right now. Look at that. We got we got all the players signed. We got them live right here. We got them live. Ricardo, you're not the one. You're not Hold the on, one. you got to hear what Agnelli said about yeah. Atalanta. We sent it to you. What did you say? You like, didn't read it? No, I didn't read it. Yeah. Uh, Do I, don't, I don't have the full statement, but um, Agnelli was questioning how the European Champions League spots should be um, put together. And he says that, is it fair for a team like Roma, who continued to qualify and help Juvent- uh, help uh, Serie A for their qualification, to be out of Champions League when a team, and Atalanta, who only one year go in, are automatically qualified. He said, is it right or is it not right? And I know people are saying that his his um, statement was, was being out of context. Yeah. I read the whole thing. And yes, maybe parts of it, if you didn't realize that he was saying it as a question, were... But that's what Agnelli was basically was saying was asking, what everybody heard. He was asking. There's yeah. no way to push around the well, statement. The big thing is behind all that, Agnelli is one of the... I guess board members or whatever that are pushing for this super league mm. for the between the top European teams. teams. Yeah. Off the so record. this is definitely part of what he what he's trying. Yeah, to exactly. Do. Mm. That's that's exactly what I mean by all the fans that are trying to make it sound like Agnelli didn't say something like no, he did. And like you said, he's been pushing for the super league where there would only be the top it's teams. Big money because it helps you by not. It's kind of like the promotion relegation in MLS. That's that's what I thought. How you can't get relegated because then it, stab- yeah. it stabilizes everything. That's how I would see what it, it. What it does, the Super League, European Super League, is going to create a pretty much NBA, NFL of soccer. So the Champions League, you, you can be in it one year, you can be out of it in the next. But in this Europe, this Super League, it's the top teams they that stay. are playing within 
the the league and they'll play there all the time and you'll have a campionato like uh tournament where you'll have Real Madrid, Barcelona, Inter, Milan, Juventus, you know, Bayern, uh, Bayern Liverpool, Manchester United, Manchester Sister. Yeah. And it'll just be cash cow. You know, I, I it kind of ruins the spirit of it the changes, game. Yeah. yeah it does. But then, but if me, but if you think about it, that would be the real representation yeah. of the best team in yeah, Europe. Yeah, that's true. It is because true. Because you could have an easy path yeah, to win the Champions League compared to someone else. But then we'll be, be saying, what about Olympiacos? I mean, I that, well, that's that's the thing. But He could be in Serie B of that Super League. Serie <laughs> 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 B, that's high. I was thinking oh, G. Oh, <laughs> Don't worry, you'll flip to another team, uh, oh, the one God, team that gets in. Flip, yeah. flip to something else. But, but the one thing I want to say is I understand the idea. But but you have dangerous. to be careful because it's dangerous. It's, dangerous. it's a dangerous yeah. game. Kill because, every, everything exactly. Else. And I could understand limiting the amount of smaller teams and so that you just get the best. Like kind of like how I want to eliminate teams in Serie A. I want to twenty teams is too much in my opinion. You know, I want it eighteen or sixteen because then it, it helps those smaller teams be even better. They have to always yeah. push to stay up. But I don't think you can completely throw it out the window. What what should be reconsidered is from the semifinal, let's say, of the Champions League. Right, you'll have four teams, and then that those four teams can qualify to next year's okay, Champions yeah, League uh, group, and you have two games each, and it'd be eight games for these top teams to play. Could be an idea. Anyway, we oh, had to boy. say that, Mike. Any questions? I, yeah, just I just want to conclude. Yeah. Us. Go through some of the rest of the scores yeah, of the week. I'll just go quickly. Sampdoria beat Elas Verona, who are on a nine-game unbeaten streak, and Sampdoria were in relegation zone. They pop out with Genoa, who are also close to relegation and they were losing. zone. So now they're uh, they're a couple points above. Udinese tied with Fiorentina at Udine, which was I was pretty surprised with that. And uh, Paul was running right at one point. I was watching. The, him yeah, right we know Paul is like the captain there, and he's their best player. I don't know how much longer he'll stay there. And the earlier game we didn't talk about. Parma lost to Spal, which was very weird because Spal is dead last on the table. Now they're second at last, and Parma had a few chances to score. I was surprised that they couldn't even get a point out of that. Any questions? But uh, yeah, let me move on to some questions. Um, Okay, say their name. We'll so. say quick. Yeah, this one's from Mario. He said, "Do you guys think Inter out of the Scudetto race? Yes or no? No. By far, by far, by far. They were never in. Come on, P. No, no, Marco. No, it doesn't change too much. Okay. I think they're dead. Uh, another one <laughs> we're from not dead yet. Borelli. He says, "How does Sari keep his job? And if he does go, who should you, you, you have? You have. To, if he does not get past Leon, I can't see a way that he continues so, his job." Okay, wait, wait. But well, I'm you know how he keeps his job if the league gets canceled and Champions League gets canceled. But let then, then let it me won't ask you a question. If he goes past Lyon, he has job security, you're saying, for the season? No, he's saying if he wins, if he wins, if he wins, he's going to be sacked regardless. If, if, he wins, if he wins the league, and depending on how you go out of Champions League, that, that will determine. What, what's, what's the lowest he has to go? I mean, listen, if you, if you get a very tough team and it, okay. it's balanced, but if you get embarrassed, like you would be embarrassed to go out against Lyon, again, with all due respect to Lyon. Yes, what I would say even if Sarri wins, and, the and Champions if a good League. opportunity comes arises. Listen, even if Sarri wins the Champions League, no, I think he's no. going to be sacked. If he wins yeah. the Champions League, he's staying. Let, let him on, win the three plate and sack him. P, what do you think about that? What does he need to do his minimum to stay for next season? I don't know. It depends on the board because in the end, not Nedved, I know, is not the biggest offense of Sarri. They wanted Guardiola before. If Guardiola now seems like he'll be not available. A big fan of Sarri either. Mm-hmm. Might be available. They might the boot Sarri out even. Like you said, even winning champions, nah. nah winning but Champions I mean, you can't win Champions League and boot kick them out. What I'm trying to say is, it all depends on who's available. Yeah. 
And if and Guardiola is not available, they're gonna stay with Saudi, even if losing to even losing to Guardiola. Wow, even yeah. losing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Our next one from our boy Sebastian. Are you guys still confident with your preseason predictions of the table? Just roughly. Yeah, I, I had Juventus on top. So no, did I. completely wrong. Lazio, I didn't give them enough Me respect. Neither. Me neither. I put neither. Lazio in Champions League. I put Lazio not in Champions League. Yeah, I put yeah. Lazio. I'm so, I don't think I'm I put, so I put Roma in fourth place. And I'm very well, disappointed well, in myself. Could, oh, you're saying it No, that. yeah, I, I didn't put Lazio in fourth place. Yeah, I didn't put I Lazio. Did. Me neither. I'm very I disappointed I didn't in put Napoli in top four. I, wanted, I put them I, in third. I want Listen, to. I don't remember about what I predicted. <laughs> I remember don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. So I didn't even eat breakfast. I I'll tell you what. For AC Milan, from the AC Milan standpoint of view, I'm happy the way we are Keep because we didn't yeah. spend a lot of money. For AC Milan, nothing is happening for us. It's another. Uh, as long as you don't go to City B again, it's Here's another here like uh, it's gray. It's not black. It's not white. It's something gray that is okay. still transitioning and. Uh, Okay. Next, Next one from Vera. He says, "Should Pjanic be benched more often, or was this just like a one?" I don't. Thing? I don't know all the things that are happening in the locker room. Yes or no? Just based I on. I mean, I don't what, have what context. You know. I, don't I know have, based on what you know. Which I don't have context of what's happening. I don't know if he was actually hurt or if it was a tactical reason. But based off the way that Juventus played, Juventus also played good against Inter in the first game with Pjanic. On, so it's hard to say. Yeah, I, Pjanic. As from what I think is that he's most fitted to play Saudi's system in that midfield because yeah. he's the technical ability to like Jorginho was with Napoli. So the only thing is Pjanic has to buy into what Saudi uh, wants. Pjanic looks so uninterested sometimes. Yeah, like you watch him playing, he, but he's, he's not. Like, he's not involved. Like he I mean, used to be in the. The guy doesn't want to be there. But you know why? You know why? Because this guy, this Sari, it's another stiff that he right. says, "Okay, Mike, next will, question." No, no, let me say it. Right. Next right. question. <laughs> he's a stiff. Okay. He's a stiff. Okay? Stiff like a cigarette. You know, players of that caliber. Like Cassano, like they Cassano. don't buy, they don't buy into the philosophy of this bunch of losers that they do all four three three two or four three one two four four two or three five two. Those are champions. You just let them play the way they know how to play. Mike, okay, forget yeah. about Sarri. Okay, well, uh, two more questions. Uh, if oh, it's a little long. Okay, if we <laughs> this is a hypothetical. If we all agree on this. Let's say it would happen or whatever. Okay. Do we have a deal? Someone says for, this one's from Ali. Do we have a deal? Deal. Juve win UCL, uh, Inter Champions. wins Europa League and Copa Italia, and Lazio wins deal. the Scudetto. Deal. What's deal. A UCL, by the way? Champions, Champions League. League. Oh, Champions League. Deal. Hundred percent. Okay. 100%. Deal. Again, Juve, Juve Champions. Champions League, Inter wins Europa League and Copa Italia, and Lazio wins the Scudetto. No. Hundred percent. Wow. Anto, you're gonna ruin it for no the way. No way. I mean, I know this guy will take it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Why are you giving all that stuff to this guy? Yeah, no. Ali oh. said. Nah, Where's nah, Milan? Nah, 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 nah. You wouldn't take that. Okay, Juve wins UCL, Inter wins nothing. And Lazio wins and the league. Lazio wins the league. And who wins Coppa Italia? I'll win. <laughs> Not in it. We'll win it. Uh, okay, and last one from... This is an interesting one. I love Kiri. It's not, It's more of a... Yeah, it's a question. Ask Antonio if he wants a Maldini jersey in the studio so I can send it. Oh, boy. So he's asking you. Oh, sure. Sure. Maldini would never refuse Maldini shirt. Is wow. it signed? I'm not sure. I got to ask him. That would be good. I'll respond to him. Guys, we Guys, said yeah. anything you I want actually, on I actually met Maldini personally through uh, with Gaetano at the airport. I think he's a spectacular guy. He's a spectacular guy. I'll tell you, he's one of the nicest guys that you want to meet. He makes yeah. you feel like you're his best friend. Hey. It's like you know him for 20 he years. He security on you. Very, very, <laughs> very down. Uh, 
you know, down that's, earth, that's good to know. Earth. Maybe yes. I mean he's gonna have well, a lot of downtime now, so maybe you know, come for a podcast. This, well, this <laughs> what happened when you're a great champion and you put yourself on the same on the same level of a, a, an average guy like uh, like Mike, for example. Yeah. What does Maldini know? Okay, yeah. Yeah. okay, okay. So Maldini, Maldini, Maldini again. Mm-hmm. I didn't okay. bash him. Okay. I did not Keep going, Mike. Uh, yeah, uh, let me see if I'm... Uh, Come on, there's got to be some more. more. These are good. We'll yeah. take, uh, nice we, and quick. For Maldini, we will take Zanetti out of that wall <laughs> and we'll put him, uh, Maldini right there on, on that, that side. Okay? Okay. Oh, someone said the fairest way. We kind of talked about it, but we didn't say it. Fairest way to declare the winner of the Scudetto. The fairest way if you had to pick one. I, I don't choose anybody, honestly. But if you... I, so even as you a fan, I wouldn't give... I don't like... Me? Take a I'll, name out of the hat. No. <laughs> no. Shibal. Milo's going to end up winning. No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I will pick I will pick Lazio for the way... And Atalanta, if, uh, for the second... For the way they display how to play soccer on That's the field. Funny. Most beautiful game to watch. But the thing is, even if... Even if Lazio would win it like this, it still wouldn't feel like a win. I don't think for anybody it would feel like a win. Maybe Peter and uh, his fans, yeah, they'll, okay. they'll, they'll think that it's a, yeah, a win. Juventus They're used talking. to the cardboard oh, one. Juventus was the first yeah. team that they won when there was a war. They they won the Scudetto that year. When there was I'm, all these problems, they won. I mean, we win it a lot. So the only team win that won without rubbing anything from anybody. AC Milan. AC Milan. Yeah, Get it set, on your head. Two Serie B championships also. Loser. I think... You know what would be fun? You know what would be fun? Oh, wow. This would be really fun. If they could figure out to do a a, a playoff style with the top like four. MLS? With the top three. Because top, top three or four of who wins the Scudetto. I know it kind of doesn't different. count. American, I know I know it's different. But, but it's kind of that cool. would kind of be fun just for it this would. year. It's like a mini tourney. I, hopefully the league stays on and we could we could finish it. Yeah. Hopefully. but um, Hoping the best for tomorrow. Hopefully the meeting goes well and they somehow... Continue, even though it does look negative right now. It seems like at least a month is going to be. be Listen, listen, again. If somebody of these big leagues are watching, you know, playing the game on closed door, it's the safest thing that you can actually hope for. Yeah, but the problem is... You do not, Pete, you do not want to cancel a season. You want to throw everything upside down. Antonio, the thing is, these players are going from one area to another area. While they're walking in the, in the street, what do you think? There's not gonna be people. People they gonna take a hey! touch up. They wanna, <laughs> they wanna autograph. They want a picture. They want all this stuff. No, so that's you're that still true. gonna be able to transfer. But, uh, it's not like you're going over there in a box. And, and you go to hotels, go, airports. You know, so you know what? It, it makes no sense. You know what makes no sense? I saw this thing that. Um, you know, they can't shake hands. The players are not shaking hands beforehand. They're p- helping yeah. each other up. Yeah, but during the game, they're all yeah. jumping on each other. They Coughing, sneezing. Like, <laughs> like, look, sweating on each other. Yeah. On his lips. Uh, on his lips. Yeah. I don't know what you were watching. Davis was going to Maradona. Yeah, that's... That was crazy. The thing is... And then, did you see the, the picture of uh, of Diletta? And I think it was like... Oh, yeah. 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 They were one meter. They said you had to stay Three one feet. meter. Are you kidding me? I will take my chance to take the coronavirus with Diletta. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. All right. Um, anyway. I don't know what's wrong with Balzaretti. I don't know. Anyway, guys, as always, thank you for watching. We'll talk to you soon. Rate it with five stars. Five stars, guys, again. And, don't get the uh, press. Do we have any sales on the merchandising or anything no like sales, that? Get ready for a drop, though. Time drop Football coming. TV and the mail list in the description. Check that out for sure so you don't miss out. Want to conclude? Keep doing your homework. If you're not in school, keep studying. Yeah. Because if you're not in school, keep studying. <laughs> if you're not in school, keep studying. Yeah. Stay yes, on you today. Stay sharp. Yeah, you're right. Stay yeah. sharp. Don't right. cough on anyone. Sneeze. Yes. You, Wash your hands. Yeah. Wash your hands. Review your material. Yeah. Change your and, team. Uh, you know, whether you do it via Skype or you're following the, the, the school, uh, you know, uh, direction, whether you're not uh, 
welcome in or you're just going to do the homework from there or you're going to be doing a, a phone conferencing just school is number one yeah. okay actually while you're doing the homework you can you can listen to the podcast and you can rate us uh, regardless with less than no less than five stars right i agree all mm-hmm. right so Good. until then you guys have a great weekend and uh, goodbye all right i'll ciao. see you guys ciao ciao guys, ciao guys.